Hello, and welcome to the Ultimate Insiders. I'm Jill. And I'm Katie. And today we're discussing season one, episode eight, nine? Nine. Of Gossip Girl, which is... Blair Waldorf Must Pie, which is a play on the 2006 film, John Tucker Must Die, which is truly classic film. (laughs) Classic film. (laughs) We have, who's in that movie? Ariel Kibble, uh... Brittany Snow. Badgley. Jenny Mo- Oh, that's right, he is. <laughs> Wait. He's the younger brother. The one that ends up, and she probably ends up, I can't, I've seen yeah. this, it's been so long. She ends he up with ends him. Up Br- with what's her face? But yeah, Brittany Snow. His younger brother, yeah. Oh, God. Who else is in the movie? Um, uh, one of the other people from a CW show, the one with the brown hair. Um, don't ask me. I don't remember. Sophia Bush? The one from. Um, is it Sophia Bush from One Tree Hill? John I know on One Tree Hill. Tucker. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so it was Sophia Bush and Ashanti. Queen. And that's where I learned that um, that movie is where I learned that if you take estrogen, it can like affect men because one of them stole it from their moms who was going through menopause. Yeah. And we're just putting it in there. So substituting that for a protein powder oh my god john tucker must die iconic that's one of my favorite things and then my favorite thing on the planet is i like i'm sensitive that that happens like i forgot that like whenever you do shit like that like it affects men and then i was watching graceland like for the first time like years later i mean this was like 2014 2015 when i first watched graceland and like the second episode they're like crushing out birth control pills and they're putting in a guy's drink to spike it so that like he can't get hard and I didn't know that was a oh. thing until that episode of, of Graceland. And I was like, all these things that, like, I need to know, I'm learning from, like, the most random, <laughs> the most <laughs> random, like, mediums. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But read us the synopsis for this episode, Katie. Season one, episode nine, Blair Waldorf Must Pie came out November 28th, 2007. When Dan hears that Serena and her family are spending Thanksgiving alone at the palace, he naively invites them to spend the holiday with his family, creating an uncomfortable situation for Lily and Rufus, whose children are unaware of their complicated romantic history. Meanwhile, Blair's emotions spiral out of control when she learns that her father is not coming to Thanksgiving. It is hinted that Blair is bulimic. Nate spends the holiday- outrightly basically said. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, Nate spends the holiday with his mom and dad, but their awkward dinner quickly goes from bad to worse. Absent. Ed Westwick is Chuck Bass. Because he was in St. Bart's, right? Something like that. I don't know. Did they ever say? Usually, like, if he's missing from, like, a holiday episode, he's usually in, like, St. Bart's. Pretty sure. That's just what they say. (laughs) Well, because I remember... At Christmas, he goes to St. Bart's, and I want to say, I I think they said it earlier on in the episode, but I cannot remember what it was, um, or I could just be making all this up. I don't know, but I know that I feel like you are. But I know that in the Christmas episode, he's like, "Nate, come to St. Bart's with me." I know that for a fact because well, isn't that where? Yeah, because I feel like there's a picture of the two of them, like yeah, on the beach, in a very clearly <laughs> green screen like, background, Photoshop green screen. They're wearing like t-shirts and board shorts. They're wearing fedoras. Like it's like the worst photo 
of all time but I want to frame it like at the, it's a terrible but at the same time I want to frame it and like hang it above my bed like large frame just hang it above my bed because I think it's art <laughs> I think it's like the ultimate piece of art okay so um, my first note is a Thanksgiving app I love a Thanksgiving episode. Katie knows this. I think I've said this. My all-time favorite episode is the season three Thanksgiving episode because it is the most, like, that's the, that's the episode that I introduce people to. Like, that's how I introduce Gossip Girl to people is I show them that episode. And I'm like, if you can handle this, watch the whole show because it is, like, the best thing on the planet. I just love that episode so much. Also, it's, like, the most Gossip Girl episode is season three, like, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Then they they enter on like a shot of leaves falling in Central Park, and I'm just like, God, I want to be there. I miss, I miss New York it. so much. I miss it. We miss- and Katie have talked about this earlier today. Like we miss New York. So. Jill and I both see a life for ourselves in New York City in the next like year and a half. <laughs> God willing, God willing. Like, literally praying every. It like hurts to look at pictures of New York and not be there. I, like, no, literally, like, I've been, where I've been, like, re-watching Real Housewives in New York, I'm just, like, <clears throat> crying on the inside every time I watch it, and I'm just, like, ugh. Like, the idea, like, when everybody was celebrating in the streets on Mar- on November, was it, like, 7th, 8th, just, whenever it was, like, official that Biden had won Pennsylvania, and people were celebrating in the streets and just, like, cheering were- on postal workers. All my friends were like sending me videos and stuff. I want it so bad. So jealous that I wasn't there. Like I was so sad. Scro- I was scrolling through TikTok watching these videos. They were even doing it in LA. Like yeah. places that I know were doing it, but LA is a little far from me. It's not like I'm gonna drive into LA just to yeah. party. Although, Demi Dijuibe, I swear to God, was partying for like six hours at the same gas station. I love him so much. Oh my god. Like I remember my friend was like sending me um videos. I she, she spent 20 minutes. She's like, I was only gonna be outside for like 20 minutes because she was like having horrendous anxiety about like leaving her apartment. And she was like, I went outside. No, yeah, it's the middle minutes. of a pandemic. Yeah, she's like, I went outside for 20 minutes, like double masked with like my camera. I just wanted photos. Like she's like, I just wanted photos to like commemorate this day because it was an important day in New York. And I was like, Yes, absolutely. And she was like texting me and she was like this was the best day of my entire life. Like she was like, this was the best New York day of my entire life. And I had another friend who was like sending me photos and stuff. And I was just like weeping. <laughs> like, I was just crying all day. Oh God, I want to be in New York so bad. Same. Um, my next note is they kept saying Thanksgiving last year. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Serena gone for a full year? Mm-mm. When did Serena leave? She left after the wedding. And when did she come back? But it sounds like she okay. Was well, gone when was basically the... all of like spring and summer? Um, I'm pretty sure I she like she's early that next year. Like, because if if the wedding, because what? Hmm. They made it seem like Serena was gone for like a full school year. But they never said that. Hmm. Because no, I think Blair said at one point you left in the middle of the school year. Hmm. Okay. Like I'm pretty sure she left like second semester of that year. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. 
Well, oh, then that's that a lot of that's of all, a lot of shit. My knowledge, I've seen this show enough times. There's a lot. That's a, okay. And then knowing Serena, which by the way, I saw somebody, I saw some TikTok that was like, people I don't think are real people. You sent that to uh, me. It's stressful. Oh, I did. <laughs> Yes, and I was like the way. It's that, a like, blank light. Like, there's nothing behind those eyes. I don't disagree with it. Like, <laughs> anyway, it was for Serena. She did a lot of shit between. Um, well, she was when she mess. was gone. I mean, like she was like a mess. Does that mean that she stayed at boarding school over summer? Probably. Are you allowed to do that? I had no idea about boarding school. Well, I mean, it was in Connecticut, so it probably wouldn't have been that hard to at least like. Or at least go somewhere to, like, live for the summer. And die for the... How does that song go? It's like, cool for the summer. Oh. And die for each other. Demi Lovato. Is it Demi Lovato? Yeah. Yes, it's like, cool for the summer. Don't tell your mother. Die for each other. <laughs> oh, God. What but so... Serena's supposed to be spending Thanksgiving at the Waldorfs. The Vanderwoods is supposed to be spending Thanksgiving at the Waldorfs. Serena is on the phone with uh, Dan and is like, call me between every course. I'm sorry. Like, my Thanksgiving. Well, not just that. My Thanksgiving has one single course and it's load everything onto your plate for once. Go sit down at the table and uh, uh, pretty much gorge yourself at, at 3 p.m. I mean, like, we technically have, like, three courses in my house because we do, like... Oh, no, you're... What? what oh, it? you had frozen, and then all of a sudden it went... You're not frozen anymore. Oh. But but it was... You had frozen, and then all of a sudden it was like... Well, it has to be... And it was like, <laughs> okay, catch-up Zoom. <laughs> all of my... So my family would do, like, like okay. three courses because we do, like, appetizers throughout the morning... And then, and I make mimosas, like I make pictures of like my cider mimosas, which are like four parts champagne to like half part <laughs> apple cider. Um, and everyone loves them because they get a strong. Um, and then we do like late lunch, early dinner. We've started doing brunch though. So like we started just doing like a brunch thing for Thanksgiving. And then we do like dessert. So technically we have like three courses, but you know. Mm. My ours is just load everything onto your plate at once and then gorge yourself and then around and then then you won't be hungry for like six hours and then around like nine PM your whole your whole Thanksgiving screws up your eating schedule. Oh my god, it's so bad. It's so like around like eight or nine I'll start eating pie again. Like I'm like like, I'm eating a whole pie by myself at, like, 8 o'clock. <laughs> I wish I liked pie. I love pie. I love making pie. I love eating pie. That's my job. Every holidays, I make the desserts. I feel like my family, my family is very boring. Everything is, nothing is, none of the desserts are, like, handmade. So it's, like, they went to the grocery store and bought a pie. Maybe that's why I don't like pie, because I've never had, like, a homemade pie. I will send you my pumpkin pie recipe. I, was gonna th I thought you were going to say, I will send you a pumpkin pie. And I'm like, yes, please. I'll send you a pumpkin <laughs> pie. I, it'll, take, it'll take a week to get there and also maybe bad. <laughs> it's fine. I'll just send it to you. It'll be fine. I make this dairy-free, gluten-free pumpkin pie, and it tastes like a regular pumpkin pie. It's amazing. Hmm. 
So. All right. And it's like creamier um, than a regular pumpkin pie because I use coconut instead no. of like milk. Like I substitute. No, milk. we don't you do can't coconut. Taste coconut, you can't taste the coconut, Katie. Coconut, I swear to God, I can taste if coconut is in anything. Coconut, I swear. Coconut, and she still eats it. I honestly think that. I'm not going to like say I'm allergic to coconut, but I do think that I have like an intolerance to coconut because the moment I smell coconut, my entire like senses go, <gasps> they like contract. You're my sister with bananas. Oh, I love bananas. My sister literally cannot be near bananas or she will like hyperventilate. She hates them so much. And so is my grandma. And I don't understand. I'm like, bananas are like the best ever. I <laughs> What sucks is like, okay that that sucks absolutely bananas are delicious but you can avoid bananas you can't it's harder to avoid coconut because they put coconut oil in like everything and all of like the sunscreens in the summer is are scented coconut and i'm like gross i don't like the taste the flavor which is the same thing the texture the smell that anything about coconut i love coconut i eat coconut like raw like like the like, the, like chunks of it yeah i'll go to whole foods and like buy coconut it's my favorite snack on the planet and it keeps you hydrated like it's I, I don't feel like lugging around water with me i'll lug around coconut because i'm that person i'm like the worst person on the planet <laughs> all i eat in the summer are like fruits like that's the only thing i eat in the summer fruit and coconut nothing else Is coconut a fruit no it's a nut but is it a nut <laughs> yes well, you know how peanuts aren't really nuts. Like peanuts aren't nuts. Well, yeah, but like coconuts are like a tree nut. They like grow on trees. They're a tree nut. Like they're classified as a tree nut because like some people have allergies to them. Mm. Like people Gross. who are allergic to like tree nuts. Like I had a teacher who was allergic to tree nuts. And there was one day I had like coconut in class and she was like, can't be any of that. And I was like, what? And she's like, I'm allergic. And I was like, I thought it was basically just water. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know you could be allergic to coconut. <laughs> but yeah, apparently you can. One time when I was working at, one time when I was working at In-N-Out, um, if anybody has an allergy, like you have to like mark allergy on the, um, like in the, as you're taking the order. Yeah. And there wasn't an allergy button for this. So I walked over to like the person who was on board and I was like, hey, this person says that they have a allergy to lettuce. And the person looked at me and goes, um, lettuce is water. And I was like, look, I'm just telling you. I don't think that you can be allergic to lettuce, can you? I don't know. Also, same with onion. Although I feel like you could probably be allergic to onion, but. My, a lot of people have bad reactions to onion. Like my dad can't eat onion. Um, my roommate can't eat onion unless it's like cooked. Like it, there's like certain like intolerances, I guess you could say to like that people have. Yeah. Um, I just. I remember them just going, "What lettuce is water. And I was like, I'm just relaying the info. Because you know how people will say they're allergic to something if they just don't like it. Yeah, which I think is stupid. Like, that's so, just say you don't like it and then, like, move on. Yeah, because like, you can, like, you pick lettuce it? off. Yeah, like, why do you have to lie about it? Meanwhile, I'm a person, to. I have an allergy and I just, I still eat it anyways because I hate <laughs> myself. But I will say this, though. I have a dairy allergy, but I don't eat dairy out if I can help it. Like, I'll eat dairy, but only in, like, the safety of my own home when I can go vomit for, like, six hours afterwards. Or spend, Ew. like, two days with, like, 
horrible like breakouts and be fine. It that's unfair. Maybe that's what's wrong with my skin. Stop eating dairy. Dairy like ruins your skin. I feel your like sister, I don't eat dairy a lot though. My sister. I say after I just ate pizza and <laughs> just had pizza and uh, I had a little bit of brie earlier. My sister has like the worst acne on the planet. We had no idea where she got it from because like my parents have great skin. And like Me. I was very grateful to have inherited great skin from my parents. Like I don't ever break out. Um, like I break out like twice a month and that's it. And then and she had like horrible acne. We were trying to figure out what it was. And then we were like, she drinks milk for every like meal that she like she drinks like milk like six times a day. And I'm like, that's so unhealthy. Like, that is absurdly unhealthy. And I was like, you can buy, like, non-dairy milk that tastes like regular milk. I do it all the time for, like, cereal. Like, it's not that hard. Yeah. I should really get, like, tested on this. Anyway, back to Gossip Girl. It's life-changing. Like, going to the nutritionist is, like, life-changing. It's nuts. Anyway. Um, my, My other, like, my next note, my next notes are, like, based on like the flashbacks because I love yeah and so I had like yes flashback Blair and Serena like they look so cute I love them (laughs) I love their straight hair I'm obsessed with it and then um my next one is classic cabbie language I have never in my life experienced this what like I've been in New York a few times (laughs) I have never once experienced like aggressive cab drivers ever no. Like, I've never once heard them, like, roll down their window to yell at someone. No. I've never seen that in my life. I've seen drivers I've had... do it, but not, like, cab drivers. No. I was just yelled at when I was on my walk by a person. Who's just like... I had an <clears throat> Uber driver do it once. I had, like, an Uber driver while I was in the car, like, roll his window down to yell at somebody. I thought that was funny. And I was like... Wow. The last time I was in... <laughs> the last time I was in a cab, um, I was leaving some, like, bagel shop with my friend... And I was on my way to like wherever the new group theater is. Mm-hmm. And I was in my head, I was turned around, like completely 180 turned around. So he started driving one direction and I was like, I think you're going the wrong way. And he goes, no. And I was like, looking at trying to like match up Google maps on my phone being like, what, what, which way is it north and south? Cause I usually have like a really good internal compass, yeah. but I was so turned around. That's so funny. The last time I was in a cab, like in New York, was um I don't know. I usually take the subway, like if I can, because I'm broke. But like, whenever my mom goes to New York with me, my mom does not ride the subway. She hates it. She thinks it's the worst thing on the planet. And there's one time, I know the subway pretty well, considering I yeah. live there and I've only been a few times. I know the subway pretty freaking well. And we were trying to go. Can't even remember where. I was like, explaining to my mom, I was like, we literally just get on the four train. And she was like, no. And I was like, we literally get on the four train. It's like six stops away. Like I was like, I know this for a fact. And she was like, no, I don't think so. And then she was like turning to my dad like he would know. It was his first time in New York. And I was like, he doesn't know what you're talking about. Like I was like, it's the four train, six stops away, get on this damn train. Like I was like, I am not <laughs> stupid. Get on the train. And then she's like, no, I think it's this other. And I was like, no listen to me and then like my dad was like no we're gonna get on the four train and we're gonna go because I'm gonna trust the person who's been here before <laughs> and not a woman who's never been to New York in her life 
And so we get on the four trainers like six steps away. My mom was like, huh? I was like, crazy. Oh my gosh. I was right. Like, fucking nice. Oh my gosh. It was insane. I can't wait for the days where I live in New York and my parents come out to visit me. And I am just like, oh, I can't. Like, that's the shit I fantasize about. Mood. I'm just like, oh, mm. and then we can live I can't wait ball. because when that happens, I won't have to take the subway over because my parents will pay for a cab. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind the subway. Oh, I don't either. I don't mind like, the subway. I don't either, but I would prefer to like not go on. There was this po- there was this podcast I listened to. It's called High and Mighty by John Gabris, mm-hmm. and he had one episode that he they were literally only talking about like New York public transit, and I was like here for it. There's a huge like guest have, like, six episodes of a podcast about like <laughs> the transit. This because because John because Gabrus he grew up on Long Island, mm-hmm. and um this guest that he had on was like from I don't know he grew up in New York City also mm-hmm. not that Long Island is New York anyway you get what I'm saying yeah. um but he was talking about how like from a young age he was obsessed with like transportation so he, on like weekends what the young boys are I'm gonna say that right now he said that for like for, for on weekends his parents would just be like all right let's go from one end of Manhattan to the next to the other just like getting on and off subways and I'm like that's actually a real fun uh thing That's to do so i think are you kidding me like kids most kids are like a little six-year-old to be able to do that like that's freaking funny yeah oh, i love that also speaking of long island this is a funny thing um i've had so many guys unhinged the last year of my life from long island like so many like long island guys like my profile i cannot figure out why i don't understand it and every time i match with one because i'm like oh well he's like pretty cute like his profile is not the worst so like sure I'll match with him just like what have I got to lose like literally nothing and all the times I do I am always correct in my statement if you're from Long Island I'm sorry but y'all suck I hate (laughs) I hate people from Long Island I hate them because like every single time they're like the snobbiest most elitist people I've ever met in my life and they act like they are like high and mighty because they're like I'm from New York City no you're not you're from Long Island um (laughs) sorry but there's it's the same thing but it's also different Um, there's a difference there's a huge difference and like there's this one guy who like we were talking about the city and I was like oh there's this like I was like you know next time you're like back home or whatever I was like you should go to this restaurant like it's super good and he was like oh I've never heard of it before and I was like yeah and then like he like made like some snarky comment about how I think I know everything about New York I was like no I was offering up a place to go eat like I was like this isn't like this isn't me trying to be like look at me I know everything about New York I don't know everything about New York I'm just saying this is a really good place to eat I was like, if you haven't mm-hmm. been there, go try it. And he was like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. And I was like, you clearly didn't even know what I was talking I, about. I definitely have family on Long Island, like my dad's cousins, um, because my dad's parents are from New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, they're both from Brooklyn. And um, it's real cute because they were the only pre- people, they were the only children in their own families born in Brooklyn all of their siblings were born in um so my grand my 
grandfather's side, all of his siblings and his parents and everything, they were all born in Scotland. And then on my grandmother's side, all of her siblings and her parents were all born in Puerto Rico. So it's like, they were the only two born, they got married, they had a kid in Brooklyn. Um, and they <laughs> moved down to Virginia. <laughs> and their other three kids, including my dad. <laughs> and their other three kids, including my dad, then they moved, and they spent a little time in North Carolina and then popped over into, um, moved cross country all the way to Los Angeles. Typical. Um, but yeah, so I definitely still have family in New York, at least on my dad's side. I have no fucking clue about my, um, like his grand, like his mom's family. They're all like scattered. As far as I know, um, no one in my family lives in New York. I have family that like live in expensive parts of Colorado. I didn't realize how long Long Island was. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't realize how big Long Island yeah. was until very recently. Yeah. So there's this I've book never, that I'm reading. I've been to Long Island for 0.5 seconds. I I haven't. Not at all. I've like barely been in Long Island. I will never go back. there's there's a book that I was reading um oh there's a third Cuomo person third aid not surprised not surprised um mm -hmm. but there's a book that I'm reading um or read I literally go it's one of my I'll go back to it all the time Mm -hmm. but there's it's set in Port Jefferson and I had just like usually when I'm reading books I just assume everywhere's fake like I don't assume I don't assume these are real places. They're like, oh, it's on Long Island. It's on Long Island. I'm like, cool, sure, it doesn't exist. But then I was watching an Aquafina. Long Island isn't real. But then, I, well, it's not that it's not that I didn't think Long Island was real. Obviously, I knew Long it was. It was the little cities. It was like the little cities. I'm like, oh, it's just like a made up city that they said yeah. there. But then I was watching Aquafina's episode of Hot Ones, and yeah. she mentioned the city as well, and I was like, oh, that's a real place. So when I googled it. It's like 60 miles away from Manhattan. And I was like, that's further away from Manhattan than I live from Los Angeles. Yeah. I'm like, that's, I didn't realize how long Long Island actually is. Yeah. And I don't know how we started talking about Long Island in this episode about Gilmore Girls and Gossip Girl. Jesus. Bringing it back to Gossip Girl, I will say this. I feel about Long Island and Staten Island as Blair does about Brooklyn. I also feel that way about Brooklyn, but like, that's a whole other topic of discussion that I know I'm going to get shit on for because I despise Brooklyn, but that's a whole other thing. I like Brooklyn. I don't like Brooklyn. I I was able to find, so I was able to find like old census records Mm -hmm. and um, I found like my grandfather's um like census records from he was like a little boy mm-hmm. and um so it must have been like the 1930 or 1940 census and I found the apartment building that he grew up in in Brooklyn and it's still standing and my well, it must have been 1930 census because 1940s they were already in the war so he was in world war ii um so i found it and then like five years ago my friend and i were in new york and i was like hey can we go like see this and i found it and i was like i was just standing outside and go never met the man who lived here but this is real cool (laughs) it's like my thing with brooklyn is 
people that live in Brooklyn think that they're better than people that live in Manhattan and they're hypocrites because they're like Manhattan people are elitist and they think they're better than us but I'm like but you think you're better than them so what does that make you like that's only that's only certain Brooklyn that's only like gentrifying Brooklyn people well but that's the thing that's the other thing is I'm like everyone act like people from Brooklyn act like it's not as gentrified as it is like it's like like it's absurd to me like it drives me my sister who lived in Brooklyn for 11 months thinks that she knows everything. She lived there for like like three years ago. Like this was ages ago in terms of like gentrification and like New York and everything. And so she lived there three years ago for 11 months. She didn't even make it a full year because she's an idiot. And she like, I don't mean to bully my sister on this podcast, but like she's the worst. And I've said all this to her face. So like this is like anything like bullying. This is all just facts. Um, but like she act like she was texting me I was like yeah I'm like looking at places like I'm just like getting an idea of like pricing wise where I would want to end up to start out and so I was like yeah I'm looking in like Hell's Kitchen Upper West Side um Midtown because it's cheap right now so I was like I'm looking and like hoping that you know maybe it'll equate because I think it'll stay this way for a good amount of time and um just because of everything and (laughs) she was like why not Brooklyn I was like because it's expensive like I was like I'm not living it's expensive it's an hour train ride into Manhattan that's ridiculous I'm like I'm not I was like Queens is like the only other borough I could like imagine myself in and I was like and I'm also looking in Queens because I think Astoria is a really great place and I love staying in Astoria whenever I'm in New York and she was like well Brooklyn's really great and I was like no it's not (laughs) like I'm like it's fine if like that's where you want to end up. But I'm like, but that is not my vibe. That's not the type of like area that I see myself living in. That's not the type of like aesthetic and style that I am at all. Like I'm very much a Manhattan person. And you also have to think about like, I mean, I don't know what she did for work while she was there, she but like three retail jobs. Okay. Yeah. So like what you and I do or want to do, what I currently do, yeah. everything is in Manhattan everything unless unless I were to work for like bam yeah um but everything is in Manhattan and it's not even and I it's I don't want to have to like after a late night event for work or something I don't want to have to be on the subway at 1 a.m by myself you know like there's like a lot of yeah no exactly like I just I don't don't exactly and like currently my commute is an hour yeah. um, when I go into the office before, before my commute was like an hour 15. And I'm so, I am so done with that. I'm so over it. Yeah. And, oh, and like, so that's something that I keep in mind yeah. when I think about moving to New York is like, I probably won't move to an outer borough Yeah. because I don't want, an insanely long I mean, commute Queens, I would say like Queens is fine because Queens is a 30 minute subway ride um into Midtown mm-hmm. it's not bad at all so like I could see myself there from Astoria at least like I could see myself living in Astoria because it's also it's quiet the park is nice like I love Astoria I think it's beautiful so and it has a great view of Manhattan so like yeah I love Astoria I think it's super nice anyways we need to talk more about Gossip Girl because we, so, like, we've been talking for like 40 minutes. It's fine. Gossip Girl. So they bring up Roman. Yes. And Eleanor says 
not this one, Harold. We have to work together. What does that mean? So I'm assuming, because like clearly Eleanor's like aware that Harold is like Okay, so this is her knowing. So she yeah. so she's known. So this is her saying Harold is gay. on this one. Don't like don't touch this one because like we're trying to move together. We have to work together as parents for Blair like they're like because Blair's going through all this stuff with like her eating disorder and you know like all this stuff so like she's saying we need to work together we need to stick together um which of course we know like of course we know Roman is the man that he ends up leaving Eleanor for Mm -hmm. um but I love Roman we don't meet him yet but like whenever we do meet I love Roman I think he's the little French man ever I love him he's the best and he's in for anyone who is aware of this, he's in like a bunch of other television shows and he shows up in Emily in Paris. And it like he does. It, is he yeah. actually French? Yeah. It took me off guard because like I was watching Emily in Paris and I was like, oh my God, that's Roman. I think I Snapchatted you. I was like, that's literally Roman from Gossip Girl. This was like ages I watched I watched Emily in Paris once and I retained nothing. Yeah, no, like I watched it once. I know three things that happened total because like it just it's fun to watch, but if you're like a PR social media person, it's the worst show ever made. <laughs> like it's, it's a bad a- show. It's well, not a like, good show. It's it entertaining. Not, but yeah, but did it not paint like what I want to do with my life as like some ditzy career? Yeah, absolutely. It, did. it made it seem like it's like some easy job that anybody can do. And she doesn't even do it well. Like that's like the worst part of it is like all this stuff that she does. I'm like, this is not like this is the worst idea this is the worst social media I've ever seen in my entire life like everything about it drives me nuts but it's fun to watch because I love like shows set in Paris and France and stuff I think that they're always beautiful like they're always really nice to look at and yeah I love French people I think they're fun so <laughs> okay so um and so in that same scene I have like Dorota rolling her eyes at Eleanor because <laughs> I mean, Eleanor is literally like shouting at like she can't understand <laughs> and Dorota's just like rolling her face and it made me laugh um so then um so Serena and Blair are talking yeah. and Serena has just like the last time we saw Serena she was she had walked in on uh, Blair and Chuck making out. Yeah. And so she asks about Nate, right? And then she's just like, mm, no, something. I don't even remember what happened, what she said about Nate. But then she goes, um, uh, She then she asks about Chuck, what's Chuck doing? And she's like, why are you asking me? But yeah. we never find out what Chuck is doing. Yeah, like, he's just absent sometimes I just always assume that like Nate mentioned something like I'm just always assuming that like Nate says something um but I don't think he does because all the other shit that's happening with him in this episode um but yeah they like that whole conversation was very awkward it was very very awkward what does why does Blair disinvite Serena to dinner what did she do I don't know exactly. I think it's just like the constant like nagging. Like I think it was just like Blair was just fed up with it and she didn't want to talk about it. Hmm. I think that's exactly so, what it was. So then Eleanor has all these caterers to the Wait. No, I just realized what it is. Because Serena asks Blair if she and Chuck are sleeping together. 
and Blair's like, why are you jealous? Are you just mad that you didn't get to know Oh, first? and that was like, yeah. And that line- It's always worse about a best friend or something. That line was so good. Like I was like, I was in my room and like listening to it. And I was like doing my hair and I was like, Blair just like went for like the lowest blow possible and I'm here for it. Like that was like the best line in the episode. Like <laughs> I loved oh, it. Annihilated her. And it's like, and then Serena's like, okay, wow. Like what the fuck? And then Blair's like, just done. And I don't blame, like that's the thing though. I was like, I don't blame her. She shouldn't have to- like say anything if she doesn't want to like if she's not ready to talk about it if she doesn't want to talk about it she shouldn't have to no but like if she doesn't want to but why (laughs) you know what okay fine (laughs) i feel like i feel like you and i could like argue about this because i feel like okay well because i think that suna is just like hey are you like she's trying to be a good friend she's being like hey are you okay like you know you can talk to me about this but then Blair is taking it like too far because she's embarrassed by her own actions which she is she shouldn't be embarrassed by it just because it's not going according to her plan she doesn't have to be embarrassed by sleeping with Chuck look at her mother her mother is like the most like your life has to go this way and she just got out of like the whole thing with Nate, which isn't even officially over. It's just kind of done. And then all this stuff is going on with Nate, and Blair's, like, unaware of pretty much everything because she and Nate aren't talking, and that's weird for her because, like, Nate usually tells her everything. And then, and she usually tells Nate everything. (laughs) And then Serena's, like, in this happy relationship. Like, she's in, like, this little bubble. And, like, Blair, I think this, this happens throughout the course of the show. Anytime Serena's happy, she'll, like, act like she's going to be there for Blair, and then she's not. And I think that Blair is sensing that that could end up happening because she's like, well, you're happy with Dan. Go be happy with Dan. Who gives a shit? And she's like, let me go live. Like, and the other thing is, is it's like, I agree. Like, Serena is just trying to, like, be a good friend. She is just trying to, like, be there for her. But, like, Blair's been burned by Serena doing that in the past. And so I think she's trying to just, like, guard herself from judgment because Serena is very judgmental despite all the shit, all the shit that Serena's pulled. Like, and she doesn't, and it's like Blair doesn't want to be judged for something like this. Like, she doesn't want to be judged because she's already judging herself. And she doesn't need her best friend doing it, too. Okay. Also, it's a rough day for her. I mean, I don't think we've found out yet. Yeah, we haven't, she hasn't found out that her dad isn't here yet. But, like, it's a touchy day. And then you look, they, they keep, they keep showing flashbacks to, like, her having, this eating disorder so it's gonna be like a tough day around food for her yeah you know I mean and she's recovered at this point so like she's more okay with it but then like later on in the episode when all that shit starts to go down that's when like she starts to like spiral and like Mm -hmm. all that so yeah um but there so Eleanor is having the Thanksgiving catered but who's who's coming to the Waldorf Thanksgiving business people you would think business people would want to be with their own families. No. They should be with their own families. Well, they should be, but they're not. <laughs> I mean, think about it in the flashback, though. Because later on in the flashback, in the episode when the flashback happens, you find out, like, um, the captain is, like, trying to leave Thanksgiving early. And Anne's like, no. And he's like, well, and Nate's like, it's Thanksgiving. 
And the captain's like, not in Amsterdam. And she's like, okay, well, we're in America. So <laughs> come <laughs> down. We're celebrating Thanksgiving. And um, so, but from that conversation, mm-hmm. we learned that Nate's dad, the captain, has been given a job from his from Nate's mom's dad. Mm-hmm. So and because then later in the episode you hear Anne go, he is just supposed to sit behind a desk and attend meetings, and that's it. And well, he couldn't even do that. It's like that's the thing, is it's so funny to me. Like their relationship is so funny because and I've thought about this a lot. Like this is the main thing about every time I rewatch this, and it's like, um, hold on. Oh my god, my microphone has been like really low this whole time. Oh, you just got real loud for me. That's so embarrassing. Anyways, um, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> um, but their relationship is always so funny to me to like watch because like he married into money and he doesn't like that. Like it's very, like it makes him very insecure. It's a very touchy subject for him. Like money is a very touchy subject for him. And I think it's funny because, I mean, we find out later on like genuinely how shitty her dad is. So it's like, I understand that he's like stressed. I understand like, you know, his issues with it. But at the same time, like if you want to be a man, just deal with it. Like, it's like, you don't have to be like the breadwinner in the family just because you're the man. Like, it's okay that she's the like income. That's okay. <laughs> like, it's all right. But even but then her also, income is, I'll keep going. I understand, but it's also like, I understand like, you know, it was 2007, it was like, and this is still something that happened. So like, I understand, but it's just like, I don't know the whole, their whole relationship. My favorite part of that conversation though, that they had in the flashback was he was like well if I don't get this then I don't get the commission and she's like screw the commission I'll cut you a check come sit down I loved that like I was like she is such a bad bitch (laughs) I love Anne (laughs) like she's one of my she's honestly one of my favorite like minor characters in Gossip Girl because I just think that she's so like (laughs) I love her attitude like she she's just so uh I love her she's very much like Grace Kelly that's how I see her well, she's she's grown up in this. She understands right, like she's, she's a Vanderbilt. She's she a understands born. the way New York society works. Yeah, exactly. So from from the because then we are thrust into modern day, modern day, two thousand seven, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, Thanksgiving at the Archibald House, and it's just the three of them sitting there, and and just goes. Um, I was asked to step down from the Snowflake Ball Committee and uh, not asked to return to the Lincoln Center Foundation. Like, okay. And then, like, literally... Those are just places... Those are literally committees. That's you spending money there. But, like, my other favorite thing is, like, whenever she's like, maybe I should have asked the bail bondsman. <laughs> like, she was free for like, Thanksgiving. He was just, like, constantly, like, going at him. And then... Nate like is trying to like defend his dad I mean like there's no one more angry about the situation than I am but like relax like what can we do now and then his dad goes I wrote this down his dad said I don't need to I don't need you to fight this fight for me and I was like aren't you the one that was just pinning everything against him because you were a coward like, like what Archibald's you- need to figure out what's going on like and it's my favorite I love the Archibalds like, the Archibalds are one of my favorite families just because I don't know they're so much more like removed from like all the major drama 
and I like like all their drama is mostly like internal and I'm much more interested in that like I'm much more interested in like the captain's trial and like all of that stuff than I am a lot of the other stuff that happens in the show yeah um how come nobody on the show talks to their parents like why didn't Serena ever tell Lily that Allison was back because she didn't not once why would she, she knew that? because she knew but why would she have told Lily she doesn't know about Lily and Rufus's relationship well no but she'd be like oh you know Dan his mom's back in town any conversation I would not dad. that would not have come up naturally in a conversation okay then how about this why didn't Dan ever tell Sabrina or tell Allison Sabrina's name? I think he said Serena, but I don't know if he said Vanderwoodson. Or maybe anytime he said Serena and almost said her last name, Rufus was like, yeah, she's great. <laughs> like, it could have also very much have been Rufus. But like, yeah, Serena, that's her name. <laughs> it would have been like, or, or when, no, because it would have been, this is how simple the conversation could have gone. Um, uh, so when Dan invites Irina over to the Humphrey house for Thanksgiving, yeah. Serena could have been like, oh yeah. And actually his mom's back in town. So it's great. You get to meet his mom and his dad. No, I don't. His think parents. It would have been, it would have been a like okay come on but also Serena like Serena knows that his mom is back but like she doesn't know his mom so I don't think that that would have like like I wouldn't have thought about that like that wouldn't have been in my mind if I were her and also okay and they didn't even bring it up on the entire hour plus journey from the Upper West Side to Brooklyn not once did they mention who was going to be at this dinner because why would it matter like, I don't see why that's, like, why are you so pressed? I will go to Thanksgiving at my aunt's house and be like, who's going to be there? Well, but that's the thing. And these are family members. Right, but, like, Dan, I don't think that it's crossing his mind. Like, I genuinely don't think that he's thinking of, because, I mean, obviously Lily knows Rufus, so, like, why would they start a conversation about who's going to be there? Because Serena already said, at Dan's house with his family. So, like, in but, Lily's but mind... The, but Allison Rufus and Jenny Allison didn't come up once on the entire the entire car ride from because think about it though for Dan this is still a touchy subject that his mom is back why would he introduce this conversation with Eric and Lily in the car like I wouldn't have I would have that's a private conversation that I would have with Serena I just think that like it totally could have come up but also and probably would have come up but in, it's also, any in my mind when I was their age and even still now I don't tell my parents a lot of things like, I don't talk to them enough about stuff like I'm very much like a guarded person in that sense like I don't really talk to my parents about stuff like that and like if it comes like if they ask who I'm going to meet I'm like oh my friends and they just because they think that oh like I know all of your friends so they just know who I'm talking about or think that they know who I'm talking about but like, I never like outright say like, oh, I'm hanging out with Emily, Emma, Mary Beth. Like I never give like explicit names. I just think it would have been really easily avoided if um, if Dan could have just said, oh, my girlfriend, Serena. 
So tell me about her. Well, da 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 da. And but then she could have like talking to his mom as is. You know what I mean? Because he's still low key pissed at her. Hmm. I don't know. That's just like I'm genuine, like genuinely thinking about how they are and like their situations. I would. I don't think it would have come up organically at all mm. but like lily okay. did try to get out of it let's say that though lily did try to get out of it because she was like which because she didn't want to see rufus because she didn't want the not because she know about their relationship but they could have kept that quiet well right but at the same time i think it's funny because like she could have very easily been like oh, you know, I won't be alone. Like, she could have made up such a fat lie <laughs> in that moment when, like, the guy brought in food. She could have been like, oh, a friend's coming over. Or, like, something, like, you know what I mean? But she had already lied and said that she was sick. So why would she invite a friend over? I would if I was, well, she wasn't sick. She said she was feeling sick. There's a difference. <laughs> Semantics. There's a difference. Oh it's just like, God. I don't know. It's just one of those things, like, I just, I don't know. I don't know but can we discuss like the Humphreys and Allison for a second because like she made me so mad this entire episode I don't like Allison I've said that many times I don't like Allison I cannot stand her I think she's one of the worst characters um I don't like the Humphreys in general but Allison is like my absolute like out of all of them I think Allison is the worst out of like not being a main character she like like what made me the most angry I think it's like she's so childish like she's genuinely acting like a teenager about all of this and Lily's trying to be civil Lily's trying to like be like I didn't know you were here I'm so sorry like this is kind of a crazy situation that we're in and Allison's like you should have known why like like what and also why is no one mad at Rufus <laughs> like the women mad at each other why is nobody mad at Rufus like Rufus well, didn't do anything nobody in this situation did anything wrong really no no I, one is just happy with anybody's decisions but here's another thing that like drove me up a wall was when they were talking about <laughs> Rufus's song Rosewood which was introduced very awkwardly I'm gonna say that right now the dialogue was very awkward because like they're talking about how Lily had like she was in a ranch wherever in Montecito yeah and um she was like and Jenny was like oh did you have horses and she's like yeah I had a few and she's like I had my own that was named Rosewood and they were like what oh, a weird dad. name for a horse I know and they were like oh my dad has a song called Rosewood and they were like yeah it's about my mom because she always had like her perfume is like rose and sandalwood or whatever and then Allison goes I'm a fool what why would I Rufus have a song titled after Lily's horse <laughs> Your perfume makes more sense than a goddamn horse. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, and then Rufus and is also, like, you're cool. like, that's the most and also, dialogue. and also, Lily literally goes, I never told him about the horse. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it'd be I'll, different if she had a horse named, or if, it'd be different if he had a son named Montecito. Right, but he didn't. And like, Allison just automatically assumes that everything Rufus does is about Lily. And maybe so, because yeah, like she says, Lily was Rufus's first great love. And that's something that like, you can't touch. That's something that you'll never reach 
that you'll never get to the point of. And that's fine. Like you've accepted that. That's fine. But it gets to a point when you are a literal child at like 37 years old. Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> like the way she talks about things, she's still hung up on shit that clearly isn't as relevant as it was then. And then like the way that she talks to Dan about it is it's like, there are some things that your kids don't need to know every detail of. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. that's ridiculous. Like that, their relationships always, I feel like cross some sort of weird boundary where they're not even parents anymore. Like they're just friends. And that's weird to me. Yeah. And like not entirely healthy. Like you need boundaries with your kids. <laughs> Before the whole Rosewood conversation, Serena just up and left because Blair called her because she was like, Hey, I'm about to like spiral and do something like harmful to myself. I need you here now. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So Serena leaves because she's a good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh goes to help Blair so then this whole conversation happens everyone's like what the hell is happening and then everyone's like realizes that um Lily and Rufus were a thing before um Allison and Rufus but everybody knows it except Serena now <laughs> like, yeah. nobody does and nobody so tells funny. Serena and the other thing that I found funny this was another thing that Allison did that was like super childish just like Serena was leaving and she like told her mom why she was leaving and, Al- and Allison was like oh is she okay and so, and, Al- and Lily's like, yeah, she'll be okay. Like, it's all right. it's not even about her. Like, it's she's fine. And Allison goes, oh, do you need to leave too? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like that was so oh rude. Like, that was so incredibly rude. I don't care what this yeah. has done to you. That was uncalled for. Like, it was absolutely unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. But then it's immediately into another flashback and it's like them helping drunk Serena into the bath. And he goes, Nate goes, you smell like an ashtray. And she goes, you look you like, an look like an ashtray. <laughs> I laughed so hard. <laughs> I love the flashback scenes when with Nate, Blair, and Serena because I think they are the cutest scenes ever. Like those are like, you can tell that they are people who have been friends their entire life. Like, it is so evident because it, it's like, every time I watch it, I'm like, oh my God, this is shit me and my friends would do. <laughs> like, this is shit that me and my best friends would do. Because like, I have two of my best friends I've known since I was like little. And so it's like, you can like see that these are people that have like known each other their entire life and have like been close their whole life. And I just like, I love those scenes. I think they're so cute. And I also put, why do people want Chuck so badly when Nate is like right there? Like, what? Like, Nate in this episode is, like, showing me, like, genuinely is just proving my point of how he is the best character. Yeah, but what, what, why, what are you talking about Chuck? I said, why do people like Chuck so much? Like, why do people want their own Chuck when, like, Nate's right there? Oh, oh, okay. Like, in general, not, like, this episode. But, like, everyone's always like, I want my own Chuck Bass. Why? He's a terrible person. I want Nate Archibald. Like... (laughs) like look at him in this episode he's like the perfect human being are you kidding me I love him I hate saying that about a white man but like it's true (laughs) I love it oh my god I was the next note I have I was on Redbubble this week ordering stickers for my laptop to like replace them and I was like looking for like Chase Crawford stickers and there was one of his mugs there's mugshot he's a mugshot 
Yeah, he got, oh, it was like, it was for like weed possession in like oh. 2009 or 2008 or it was ages ago. And and something stupid, like. Yeah, like possession. it was ridiculous. Um, but the mugshot's like my favorite thing. <laughs> I almost bought the sticker. Like I was, I came so close to it, but I didn't do it. I might do it at some point though, because it's iconic, but. Gossip guy, Chase Crawford <laughs> busted for pot. June 4th, 2010. He looks so <laughs> uncomfy. <laughs> He's like life imitating. What a dope. Um, XOXO goth. <laughs> this literally just says. Sorry, I need to read this article. Okay, do it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Gossip guy Chase Crawford busted for pot. Actor bonded out of police custody this morning after getting busted for a misdemeanor when cops found him in possession of less than two ounces of marijuana and then his then his uh mugshot in which he's just like what the fuck come on guys and it just goes what a dope um xoxo and it says gossip girl hunk chase crawford was arrested in his hometown of plano texas early this morning after cops allegedly found him in possession of marijuana literally it's so dumb like less than two just legalize really legalize weed ridiculous across the country facts Facts. Um, it's legal here and i'm like i i I don't i don't partake but i'm just like yeah it's legal like thank god and you want to partake you can legally (laughs) yeah i'm like if i want to i I can uh, but there's also when they're in the hotel room and like dan comes to like pick them up and everything I was shocked because, like, he made a comment about how Lily was reading a Nicholas Sparks novel, but I'm shocked that he didn't make some snarky-ass comment about how Nicholas Sparks isn't a real author anyways. Like, I was shocked because you know that is something that Dan would do under literally any other circumstance. Yeah, but he's still trying to get in the good graces of Lily. Right, that's what I'm saying, though, is it's so funny to me that, like, I was expecting it, and then I was like, he's not going to do it because it's Lily, and, like, it's so early on and everything, but, like, any other circumstance, he would have done it. Absolutely. yeah but after this whole blow up he and allison go for a walk and they just start to like air their grievances with each other yeah and then they walk in i just have a lot i just have a note and i don't remember what the point i was trying to make with it was was allison and dan walk in on rufus and lily talking and like who cares exactly <laughs> well um, also where are jenny also where are jenny and eric yeah it's <laughs> like um disappeared here's another like little nip it is march 6th why are there people with fireworks that would trigger an anxiety attack in me i can't do fireworks um another like little nitpicky thing that really bothers me about the humphreys this isn't like a bad thing it's just something that like irritated me in my mind just because i'm like why um why do they not just say potatoes or mashed potatoes why do they just say mashed I don't know. Maybe they have a bunch of different types of potatoes on the um, table. Maybe they've mashed. Maybe they have. Um, maybe they have mashed. Maybe they have smashed. Then maybe they have. Hand me the um, mashed potatoes. Don't say hand me the. They mashed. have scalloped. Maybe they have au gratin. Maybe they care. have. <laughs> I don't care. It made me irrationally angry. I literally didn't even register. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, just mashed potatoes. It made me so, like, I knew what they were talking about, but at the same time, I was like, just say it. Like, like just say mashed potatoes. 
say the full word. It's not that hard. <laughs> Just say another word. <laughs> That's three extra syllables. We can't expect them to waste uh, three syllables. Whatever. Oh um, gosh. Then Nate walks in on the captain, unresponsive. And they so... rush him to the hospital. I was like, Nate cannot catch a break. <laughs> I was like, this poor kid. He cannot win. Oh and it just gets worse. <laughs> like, it's just like a constant but then, But then Nate just starts blaming Anne for everything. He starts blaming his mom because, for his dad's issues. I mean, if you were in his shoes, though, knowing what you know about his and his mom, like his mom and his dad's relationship and how it is, you know, like his dad get did like is under a lot of pressure from her family because of his job and like, you know, all that stuff. I can see where he's coming from, but also it is, yeah, I don't. But it's also a thing that his dad twists things all the time. His dad is a very manipulative person. Yeah. And so it's like, but he doesn't realize that. It's like his dad, like, you know, like, he's a teenage boy. His dad is like his hero. Wait, hold on. What's his name again? Who? The, the dad. What's his name? Howard. Oh, I honestly have a note. I go, do Nate and De- Blair's dad have the same name? But Blair's dad's name is Harold. Yeah. <laughs> Harold and Howard. I'm like, okay, no, they're not the same That'd name. That would be weird if they did. Ew. I mean, what's your dad's name? William slash Oh. Bill. He goes by Bill, but it's William. Oh, I was going to be like, my dad's name, like, that's okay. That's a very common name. Same I, with my dad. I mean. My dad's name is david like very common names that's true it's it's so funny i have um two friends whose moms are both named shannon and it's always so funny because like i don't know they're two very very different people like they're so opposite of each other but they are also like two of my favorite people on the planet (laughs) it's so funny to me um i have a friend who her parents both had the same last name um it's a very common it's a very common name but like they never they're still together they never got married they're still together you know 27 years later um and it just it just works it's like zero issues like like, signing you don't have to worry about like (laughs) what last name they get exactly oh it's funny like like, oh did you have your did you have the mom's last name or the dad's last name both oh Oh, but you're not nope same last name same last name it's so many very common um speaking of like last names and stuff so my friend her dad's name is steve his last name is rogers so she was at comic-con you're lying dead serious she was at comic-con with her mom and in like wobble i think and they met anthony mackie (laughs) and her mom went up to this man and (laughs) said i'm married to captain america no, okay, because here's the thing, is I have a, a person I worked with, he had a friend whose name was Connor Murphy, and went to go see Dear Evan Hansen, and his tickets were under Connor Murphy. You're joking. Yeah, that's a person, I mean, I don't personally know them, that's but. That's a pretty, like, like, common, like, those are two pretty common names, though, so, like, that kind of makes sense. I yeah, could- Evan Hansen, Connor Murphy, I'm sure there are millions of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably, that's, like, the reason, though, is it's, like, you know, they're just mundane people, so it makes sense. Yeah. Anyways. 
Oh my, gosh. my last note of this episode <laughs> is I love the end of this episode so much. It is so wholesome. Hold on. I, I have so many more um notes. Oh God, we have to wrap it up, Katie. We're like <laughs> I know. Okay, here are the last these are just okay, I guess stray observations at this point. Yeah. Uh when it's in a flashback and Serena is in ha- um Harold's shirt and he goes, That shirt looks wonderful on looks wonderful. It was made for you. And she goes, actually, it was made for you. <laughs> love that part um and then why would dan when when everyone starts like figure things out why would dan think any of them are related he goes there's no chance we're related Um, why would he think that why would he think they're related they're not i don't know but i'm gonna be honest with you i could see jenny being lily's daughter physically because she's blonde but their eyes i just i could see it I could see. Well, it. that's a casting thing. Well, yeah, I'm just saying though. I'm just saying if I were Dan, that's where I would look, but that's just me. Um then I have Blair in the loft is my favorite because she's just like, why do you have a garage door in your really room? Me, though. And then, <laughs> like, she, feel- and then she goes, Is that Cedric? <laughs> I love like Blair's constant like poking fun. She's fascinated. <laughs> I love it so she's poking fun, but she's also so confused and fascinated because also why do you have a garage door in your <laughs> I feel like like Blair is I relate so hard to her in that because like I feel like if I were to walk in there I'd be like what is this place like this is not a real <laughs> apartment like this is not no oh my god and then when like Dan is explaining to Serena what's happening she he goes she was a groupie and he was almost famous <laughs> It was like, wow, sick bird on both parts. Literally, I love how often he like attacks his dad for being like a one-hit wonder. <laughs> and then and then they escape out the fire escape. And then they go to a restaurant and Lily just finds them. Well, she probably like kind like, of may have texted her. That's she what just I finds think. them. But she, and then she goes, fries and keep them coming. <laughs> <laughs> I love like that it's like a constant in the show, like thanksgiving episodes i love how they always end with like fries and a milkshake i love that like that's one of my favorite parts of the show um and then my last note is dan isn't mad that rufus didn't tell him about lily i mean because he knows that rufus knows lily because they've met at like school fundraisers and stuff Right. So maybe it's like, I don't know, maybe it's one of those things where Dan would have been mad had he known the most recent events of like Rufus and Lily hanging out. But I think that since he thinks it's just in the past, it's okay. You know what I mean? I still still think that if he had known that, it makes everything else weirder. That's true. Because of the whole like, oh, Serena Vanderwoods and his whole like weird thing. Be like, Dan got a date with Serena kind of deal. Hate it. I hate, hate it. it. Rufus just, just he wakes up every morning and decides I'm gonna be a creep and it's fine. And I hate that. I hate it. Just hate it. it's gross. Anyways, that was my last note. It's 9 38 p.m. We need to <laughs> we'll wrap it up. <laughs> All right. This so Katie, where can you find us on the social media? On Instagram and TikTok, we are at the Ultimate Insiders. Check us out. It's a fun time. What's your that's it. And if you want to find me, if you want to follow me personally, um, you can follow me on Instagram at Complete Katie and on TikTok at Katie Fornia. It's a good time over there too. And I Come join. 
at it's Jill Hayes on all social media platforms. Follow me. It's a fun time. So thanks. Bye. <laughs> Real convincing. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so tired. Oh my gosh. Okay. Bye. Bye.